What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. One time I showed her my knife skills, and then she quickly showed me her nursing skills. It's the one and only (laughs) Nurse Teresa. (laughs) Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? That's so true. It actually happened. (laughs) I still have a scar on Uh, my hand. Guys, John bought a knife for hiking. And we got out of the car, did five steps, and John is like, look at my new knife. (laughs) We didn't even hit the trailhead, and he already got himself injured. And my knife, just to paint the picture, in comparison to whatever machete Chris purchased, my knife is like a nail file compared to what she has. Yeah, it was like a nice pocket knife. Thank God, because I probably would have been down an arm if this knife was any larger. Yeah, for sure. Eh, well, you live and you learn. And then Very true. you get cut. Yeah, I thought, hey, it's good to protect yourself. It Little is. did I know I needed to protect myself against myself. Yes, it's also good. Let's say we got lost. We needed to eat. We can find a rabbit and skin <laughs> it. <laughs> we don't know how to do that at all. But at I least we have the to tools. Skin a rabbit. Could you make a fire to cook the rabbit, though? I could try. I don't think we're. I don't think we were prepared. <laughs> no, I've, I also wasn't planning on getting lost. Well, does anyone ever plan on getting lost? Some people no. do. I think some people actually do. Are like, eh, let's just see where we end up. <laughs> it doesn't end up well. I can tell you that much. Yeah. No. I feel like the one time we went off the trail and then we saw bear footsteps. I think that's as as adventurous <sighs> as we'll get yeah. on the trails. It's less. We love hiking, but let's keep it on the safe side and just be on the trail. We can stay on the trail. Yeah. Um, What an episode. Oh, my gosh. Folks, what a... I I know Chris has night terrors. Now I have night terrors thinking about (laughs) Chris and that. I have knife terrors, Teresa. I mean, this is out of control. All these couples are so out of control. Control authentic. If you guys listened to this podcast a year plus ago, well, I'm eating my words because I used to hate the other way. Yes. I used to not be able to stand watching people on their two-week bang vacations. Now, this is the best iteration of 90 Day Fiance we've seen in a long time. Because all these couples are just pure gold. Pure (laughs) gold. Pure entertainment. And it's authentic entertainment. We, we see a lot of couples, especially in the 90 Day franchise, who go on this show. They want to build up their Instagram account. They want to become influencers. Maybe some. A lot. Well, yeah, but like some of them, I think a lot of them are actual couples. In the past or currently? Even currently. Like, look no, at- no, no, no. I'm saying currently. It's all authentic, and that's why it's unreal. Debbie is not looking to sell boom bod. She's, no. She's just... Who, Pure. Who was selling Boombot? Who's not selling Boombot, Teresa? I don't know what Boombot is. Danielle from oh, selling Boombot. Oh, oh. I think Nicole sold Boombot. It's like a tea that does nothing. Yeah, clearly. But Chris, you think Chris is going on to try to sell Boombot? No. <laughs> She's looking for other supplements, but not Boombot. These are just authentic maniacs. Yeah, I feel like all these couples are... I think they went there to the other country 
for a good reason to try it out. But I don't know how many of them will last because these relationships are so out of control. Out of control. So out of control. (laughs) We're here for it. Maybe Gabe will last if he gets his shit together, but. Yeah, if he could figure out business. If he could figure out his foreign business. His business model sucks. I don't know if the product's good, but oh, if I it love is, the then, product. Yeah, but he needs to be on top of things. If you want to, if you want to make living out of it, mm-hmm. you cannot just be all over the place forgetting things. No, and especially that's how you're planning to provide for you and your family. You should have your ducks in a row. You should yeah. have your fake dicks in a row. Whoa, let's not skip ahead because we do it again, once no. again. Well, you we're and excited. I, we're just like doing everything at the beginning well, and then we get that and we're like, well. We're a little excited. All right. Wait, way too excited. Real quick, guys, real quick. We're on Instagram, at Married Reality Pod. Message us. Check out the memes. We have a good time over there. At Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Come on over. Also, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. We are currently covering Darcy and Stacy, but a lot of good stuff is coming to the Patreon. So stay tuned. We might even give you a little hint mm-hmm. very shortly about why you should stay tuned. So patreon.com slash married to reality. There's video, there's audio. Great time. Also, if you follow the Instagram, you join the Patreon, definitely make sure you give us a follow wherever you're listening right now. Whether it's Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, you want to follow us here. So no matter what we drop, when we drop. If it's on the free feed, you'll get it. It's so easy to follow. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Usama's art because he's not bad. You don't think so? I liked it. It's not good. There was one. I think they showed three paintings. There was one. I liked it. There was one that I would consider decent. I liked well, it. Well, that's the beautiful thing about art, Teresa. It, it speaks to different people yeah, in different so ways. Don't, don't say that's how I feel about it. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. How do you feel about Dave Matthews? Ugh. Exactly. Dave. <laughs> Dave is not even an artist. Oh, how dare you? He is just. Uh, oh, you're right. He's 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 more than an artist. Yeah. He's he's he the. Sucks. Uh, <laughs> and Teresa's review of Dave Matthews is terrible, but. A lot of your reviews that you're sending our way are lovely. So if you haven't left a review, please do. If it's a five-star review, we'll read it right here. And I have one to read right now, Teresa. That was a nice uh, nice jump. Oh, thank you. Oh. All right. That's what I do. <laughs> Is this your first time on the podcast? Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, <laughs> Teresa. I'm, I'm the king of segues. Okay. All right. New review from our friend Schweiny Girl. Love it. Schweiny Girl? Schweiny Girl? Sweeney Girl. Schweiny Girl. Five stars titled Best 90 Day Pod. Love it. I must have tried out every 90 Day Fiance podcast in existence, and this is the only one still in my weekly rotation. Love it, love it. Well, I mean, I love supporting other 90 Day Pods, but I'm glad you're sticking with us. Other podcasts go way too hard on the snark, while John and Teresa seem to actually enjoy watching the show for the absurd entertainment it provides. They sure do. (laughs) I love their lighthearted banter and insight. Look no further for the hands-down best 90-day podcast around. Woohoo! Shiny girl. Love it. What a review. What a review. review. I I hope I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I mean, favorite person is what I'll call you, but Shiny girl is what you prefer to be called. Love it. Thank Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Guys. 
these reviews really make our days. Mm-hmm. Teresa's blushing right now. I'm blushing. Um, ah, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Should we do it? Should we do a little 90 day, by the way? Yes. All right. Number one. And you may know a little bit about this. Okay. Another season of Love and Paradise is upon us. Ooh, yep. This looks like it's going to be a good one. Okay. One romantic hopeful is making a lot of headlines. This is like a two-part, by the way. By the way, one, Love and Paradise is back. Mm-hmm. By the way, 1.5, who is making an appearance on this season is out of control. All right. I know about some. Mm-hmm. I know our our gay couple is going to be back. Yes. Valentine and Carlos. And they played it on very, very low on social media. And I kind of was wondering, are they still together? Well, I wonder if when they filmed this, because their storyline is going to be, we saw the engagement at the end of yeah. last season. Now or this season is going to be about them planning for the wedding. Well, here's the thing. like If they know there's another season, they can kind of keep it That's on true. the down low. That's true. I've seen their social media. They're not on each other's Instagrams. Interesting. But I don't know if it's like Darcy. Darcy never posts right. anything about her man just to keep us guessing. They could have filmed this a year ago, though, and maybe now they have recently. I don't think they would film a year ago. Who knows, Teresa? We'll see. Anyway, so yes, Carlos and Valentine, of course, the return of one of our favorite couples. Then someone on... Um, I'm going to hate watch, okay? I'm going to hate watch Pedro's mom, Lydia, uh, coming to love in paradise. She's a moron, but I think she's an she, absolute she'll moron. deliver. Uh, I mean, what, first date, chicken feet? Yeah. Well, who is she going to be in love with, an American person? I don't know. Their name is Scott. They met online. They must be because Scott's it's love American. in paradise. Yeah. Scott's pretty American. Well, he could be from England. He could be from another country, but yes, I, I don't think yeah. he's from the DR, but they're going to try to officially meet for the first time in the Dominican Republic. That's going to be their story. I think he must be loaded and bring her a TV or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be exciting. Other couples this season, Jessica, who is pregnant, and her partner, Juan. I wonder if she is pregnant with Juan's baby or... That would Not. make sense. Yeah, but it'd be more interesting if it was someone else's. <laughs> so, oh, because, ooh, I just looked at my next note. <laughs> there seems to be a cheating scandal involved. So who knows if who knows if Jessica, if she cheated on Juan. I don't know. And is pregnant with some Juan else's baby. I don't oh, know. Um, there's also a nudist, Jordan. Oh. And you have a lot of familiarity with nudists in your family. There is a solid. Yeah, my parents hear, are a couple of nudists. I'll be interested to hear your perspective. Um, Jordan and her anything but open, this is in quotes, anything but open partner Everton. So we'll see how that works back and forth between a nudist and a non-nudist. Are those two girls or I don't, girls and a guy? I don't know. A girl and a guy? Okay. Therese, we'll have to, to. We'll be able to tell the nudists gender very quickly um <laughs> then we have a successful doctor april and a much younger valentin valentin okay. and valentine is going to get confusing but stay valentine tuned. and valentine i think so mm-hmm. stay tuned and last but not least matt and anna who met online in a chat group they're going to be bringing us some drama to the screen so season three 90 day fiance love in paradise premieres april 17th on Woo-hoo. TLC. And should we do it right here, right now, Teresa? Should we announce for yes. our friends? Yes. 
We're going to be covering it on the Patreon. Together with... Oh, double announcement. Double announcement. With the brother husband. Seeking brother husband. Seeking brother husband, yes. Which starts a little sooner. That starts in March, I Yeah, believe. so we're going to finish the sisters. Yes. Replace them with the brother husband. Seeking brother husband. And then we're going to add Loving Paradise. So, guys, the Patreon is going to explode. Pa- this is the time to get on the Patreon. Get on right now. Catch up on Darcy and Stacy. We're rolling it into Seeking Brother Husband, and then we're going to... Plop Love in Paradise right on top of that for all yeah. of your listening and viewing pleasure. If you're at the family affair level, we're on video for both of those podcasts. And we're still doing the bonuses for the family affair. Family affair. So, guys, Patreon's going to be out of control. Family affair. If, if you're on the family affair level, that means you're getting eight, nine, eight, nine to ten pods a month. So, wow. That's a lot. All right. So, that's exciting. So, that's, by the way, number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, number two. Okay. We talked about Devin. Of Devin yeah. and Judy. She was getting into podcasting. We talked about that last week. Now another 90 day is taken to a different medium. Not not the microphone. The camera. Okay. Tanya of Sinjin and Tanya. She's trying to become a YouTuber. Ugh. She's got a, her own channel, Life with Tanya. Okay. She, she's <laughs> they up, all freaking do it. Uh, she's uploaded several videos over the past few months, but she just made a big announcement of her latest video. It's a two-part series, two-part vlog on her and Sinjin's divorce. Now, <laughs> she's clearly clinging on to whatever she's got because only a few people are tuning into this YouTube channel. These videos only have a couple hundred views, so yeah. I'm not sure that people are that interested in this story anymore, but... Tanya's trying to stay relevant. She's putting out the videos on the divorce. She's got other videos like her dating chronicles or her Christmas decorating. If any of this sounds interesting to you, (laughs) search Life with Tanya on YouTube and have at it, friends. Oh, boy. All the Tanya content your little heart desires. Oh, boy. Well, good by the ways. By the way. Pretty good, right? By the way, not bad. By the way. By the way, not bad. All right. Well, that's just to tee up this episode because i think this is going to be a juicy one we're talking about sunday night 90 day fiance the other way season four episode five Therese was reverse counting me you were like the director on a television show. you were going like five four three, but you were going the other way four five well i was doing season four episode five you know i'm not good at math so, so thank you for that i could use all the help i can get mm-hmm. all right where are we starting we're starting with mahmoud and Nicole and I wanted to just correct how you pronounced his name, it's but Mahmoud. I don't think anyone knows, so it's all fair game. It's Mahmoud. I think it's Mahmoud. What? Exactly. It's Mahmoud. I think it's Mahmoud. The way Nicole. You're just doing an accent. It's like, it's like if I if you said my name, I would be like, no, it's Teresa. You'd be like Teresa. I'm like, no, it's Teresa. 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 Mahmoud. Mahmoud. Tomato, tomato. To Mahmoud, to Mahmoud, if you will. You say what you want. Here's all I know. I wish I had the old, I'm mopping the shower excuse for when I'm in the bathroom and you're like, John, you've been in there for a really long time. What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just mopping the shower. (laughs) Nothing to see here. I'm just mopping the old shower. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what you're doing. Just mopping the shower, Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that excuse. Also, how big is this bathroom that Nicole can fit in there with a camera crew? 
That's pretty impressive. I think there's one person with her. You think just a camera? Yeah. No sound, no lights. Just I think her. it's like the camera with the little mic. And I'm sure she has a little clip on mic. She's got the clip on mic. Yeah, so I think, I think that's about it. Um, I was going to say this. We've seen a lot of showers on this show. And I'm not judging anyone. We all come Baby from showers, different countries. Baby showers, bridal showers. Well, that too. But oh. we all come from different countries, from different cultures, from different money, if I have to say it, right? Say it. This is your but podcast. This shower is not as bad as I probably thought it might be. Well. Minus the mopping. Well, that's how you keep it clean. If you want to look to one of our other couples this season, you look at Johan. Yeah. And that shower situation leaves a little bit to be desired. And yes, I, th- I think you're right. Showers of all shapes and sizes. This one, as I said, is pretty decent that it can fit you and a camera crew. Yes. Straight to OnlyFans when hey. there's a camera crew in the bathroom. Well, but this scene is just sad. And it's like, Nicole, I have to say that... I. I can't figure her out. Like, is she running from some? Did she do some shit in the U.S.? So she just <laughs> ran no, that's because Danielle. she hates Egypt and she knew she's gonna hate it. She was going there and before he, she even left the American soil. She said, "I don't like Egypt. I don't. I don't want to move there." And now she's there and she's miserable. She hates it. And her husband is like. Okay, like, are you really in love? You're not in love. You're so different. You don't know each other. And the fact that you call each other baby or honey, that, that doesn't mean that you're married. It just means that you don't know anything else. You have nothing else to say. So, yeah, here's how I feel about the whole homesick thing. Because she's, she says to the camera she's homesick. Then she says to Mahmoud that she's homesick. To me, this is... Such a red flag, and it's so clear that there's no love there because you and I, me and you, John and Teresa. Teresa and John. Teresa and John. We've lived in different cities together. Mm-hmm. We've lived in different states together. Mm-hmm. We've traveled to a whole bunch of countries together. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm with you, I never feel homesick. Me neither. Right? Because you're my home. The, yeah. per- the person mm-hmm. is the home. And so for Nicole to be with Mahmoud, her husband, and to say she feels homesick, even when she's with her husband, means, oh, you don't love him. Because home is where you are. Home is not a zip code. Home is not a specific apartment. Home is who you're with. They got married after 30 days of knowing each other, not 30 days being together that whole time. Yes. Like, this relationship is ridiculous. And you know why she's homesick? It's because she married into a culture that's so different from her and she doesn't want to accept it even though she did because she became she became muslim and now she's like struggling because it's very different i'm telling you if she moved to france or germany or england or austria or the czech republic where she wouldn't have to change that much like those countries are could be very similar you can you can maintain your lifestyle that you had in the us it's just a little adjustments right but do you feel very differently in Czech? You don't. No. And again, because I'm with you. True. If I was with a stranger and I'm going to consider Nicole and Mahmoud pretty much strangers in comparison to us or to anyone who has a real comfortable relationship, then I might feel differently. But as long as I'm with you and you show me the ropes and you're speaking the language, I feel very comfortable. I feel very at home. What you said makes 
a little bit of an interesting point where maybe she's not homesick in the sense of, no, she's not. oh, I miss my friends, I miss my family, I miss this apartment. She misses the American way of life. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. She does not like this, oh, you cannot wear this, you cannot wear that, you cannot have friends, you cannot do this, we're all going to live in this in this family home with one bathroom. Like She does not like it. She is in her late 30s, she lived alone. So like from living alone, doing your own thing, loving fashion, going to... All right, I'm living in a pink room with 59 family members, one bathroom, mm-hmm. and I'm not even allowed to do shit. No friends, nothing. I would not do it, but she signed up for it. She knew it. She's been there. She's done it. I don't know why she's doing it again. It's just interesting because you're right, but that's a different type of homesick. That's that's a cultural homesick yeah when people go to college right when they move away from home for the first time they get homesick mm-hmm. you're not you're you're the culture hasn't changed that much you can still dress how you want it yeah. in fact you have more freedom when you go to college when on a, on a more micro scale when you go for a sleepover for like the first time and you're young and you get homesick you miss your parents right I loved it. that's <laughs> yeah because your parents are walking around nude it's embarrassing <laughs> But that's what, when I think of homesick, that's what I think of. But you're so right. She just misses the American way of life. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, if Mahmoud was French and she moved to Paris or somewhere in France and she could just be fashionable and eat croissants and dress however she wanted and do whatever she wanted, things would be, I I don't think she would be running back home or thinking about it. Yeah, she's already got the beret. Yeah, and it's not like she lived with her parents. Her parents are in Idaho. She was in L.A., you have a few friends, mm. friends come and go. I, I have a few good friends that I don't see often. We chat, but like we all live all over the place. That's life. Like friends don't, for me, friends don't mean home. I agree. You, however, my partner, yes, whatever yeah. you just said is absolutely true. But because I've had so many friends, international friends or friends back home, and we all moved and we all did things. And so... For me, like, staying somewhere because of friends doesn't make any sense to me. Because friends come and go, and if you are good friends, you keep in touch. Sure. So for her to, she, again, yes, she's not homesick, homesick. She's culture sick because she does not want to be in this. And I'm not judging his culture because that's what he's used to. He grew up like that. It's normal. It's not normal for someone in her late 30s who's been living her best life in L.A. She's not homesick. She's sick of Egypt. Oh, yeah. And that, and it's as simple as that. And Mahmoud says, okay, well, what can I do to make you happy? I'll do anything to make you happy. And so they go out. They hit the town because mm-hmm. I, I bet she is feeling a little claustrophobic, right? She's used to living alone, but now she's living with the entire family. So they hit the town. And, yes, the first thing I noticed was stop honeying each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's this, honey? Oh, this is a cafe, honey. Oh, but it's just for men, honey. It's like, no, honey, enough with the honey. And I said it on a past episode, I don't buy that they're actually together anymore. I feel like they're I feel like they're together for the show because oh, they broke up and then TLC came knocking and they're going, oh, well, okay, let's get back together and pretend we're a couple so we can film. And they think, oh, real couples honey each other. And so they're hunting each other because it's too much. Well, I think. I don't think that. I think she probably was like, let me give it one more shot. Maybe I can do it. But then 
she ultimately decided on day one that she does not want to do it and she's now trying and he's trying but it's not ideal and here's the thing Czech people I talked about it before Czech people love Egypt but you you never leave the resorts unless you go on a tour with the resort like you go to see the pyramids like you go on these little tours because Mm -hmm. it's just let's say if you are a woman it's not safe for you to be walking around on your own well, I don't want to generalize. We don't know that specifically. I'm sure. And I, I mean, I think what we learn here and, and why this show is so fascinating is, is we do learn, oh, there's some cafes that only men are allowed. There's others that men and women are allowed. And so I, I don't think we can generalize and say, oh, a woman can't walk alone. End of sentence, period. No, but, not that they can't. Of course they can. But I'm saying it might be not as safe. I don't know. As... If you walk down the street on your block. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't say that. What we have here is Nicole wanting to go to this cafe. Mahmoud says, well, this is a men's only cafe, but we can try. And they sit down and they are getting a bit of side eye. But the waiter says, no, you can you can sit here. It's fine. And to your point, Mahmoud says, well, they know you're foreign. And so I, I do think foreigners may get away with a little bit more yeah. because no one's expected to just live that way of life if that's not your way of life. Yeah. So that's why I kind of push back on what you're saying. I also feel like, not to compare this, but for example, when I'm with you in Czech, right, in my little small town, and we speak English, like people know immediately that you're a foreign, that I speak Czech, so... They know I'm Czech and it's like, I know that they know you are foreign and it doesn't bother me, obviously. I'm fine with it because who cares that you're foreign? But because there is no like a cultural difference. It's not like, oh my gosh, like I brought this foreigner. I'm breaking some sort of rules, right? Sure. But for him, it's like, I have this foreigner who's clearly a foreigner. She's pale and she's blonde and she dresses like a Western woman. And now she wants to go to this cafe that she's not supposed to. And I don't know how long he could be doing this. Like right now, I guess it's fun. It's like, oh, she's she's still new here. But in a month or two, if she stays, she'll be like, no, like I need you to be the Egyptian way. Yeah. You cannot just be doing this. And everyone's like looking at us like, what am I doing? Right. And that's why it is so important, I think, to respect the culture that you're in. Because you are the outsider and you don't want to step on anyone's toes. You're You're already going a little bit against the grain when you're saying, oh, why don't we go here? Why don't we go there? Why don't we meet your friends? And it's like, okay, I get it. You're not used to this way of life. But listen to me when I say this is how the way things are and you should try to adapt a little bit. It'll make everyone's life easier. And we see that when she asks to meet his friends and Mahmoud's like, absolutely not. Apparently, and, and I've done a little reading on this it's not oh. it's not that common to meet your friends wives there is this separation between your married life and and your mm. social circle but nicole as both of us originally were kind of surprised and didn't understand this and, and thought oh, that's a little silly so she pushes for it mm-hmm. she wants she's oh, let's do dinner and drinks let's meet the friends and Mahmoud finally gives in and it's like, okay, just this once, never ask again. And it was so awkward. 
it was so awkward. I don't think it was for the show either. Like they get to this restaurant, all the friends are just burying their faces in their phones. Uh-huh. It looked like kids when they go out to dinner with their parents. Mm-hmm. It's like, can you get off your phone for one second? We're having dinner here. Yeah. You know what's interesting? You remember, um, what's his name? Rebecca and Ziad. Ziad. Oh, so, so much. Is- I remember so much. <laughs> Ziad's from Tunisia, which is also a-, a Muslim country. And he did bring Rebecca out of his friends and all that. And that was, or oh, it wasn't okay that she was showing her boobs, that her shirt was too low. Yeah. That wasn't okay. But everything else was fine. Like, he didn't have an issue bringing Boy, her out. Didn't he almost get in a fight? Well, yeah, it's because someone was looking at her boobs. Mm. But he didn't say, oh, 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 no, 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 it's it's forbidden, right? Yeah. So I'm just, I just find it interesting that every culture, every country is different. And you can have the same religious background, but some are more straight, more, what was the word? Con- uh, more strict. Than, more strict. strict but than that's, others. that's everywhere with everything. I mean, look at, take take Judaism, yeah. take, take my religion, for example. There are people who are Reformed, conservative, Orthodox, house by house, family by family, brother versus sister, take things at, to, at different levels, right? True. So everybody's different within the faith. Everyone's different within their family. Everyone's different within their synagogue or their church or like people take things the, the way they want to take them. So, or the way, the only way they know they grew up if they don't know any better. Sure. But to expect that every single person in one religion is going to act the same. Oh, I no, didn't expect that. Happen. I'm just saying, like, they're more or less the same age, right? Yeah. Uh, I, w- I just said it's interesting, not, I wasn't questioning it. Yeah. So this this meeting was awkward, of course. I think the, so the most interesting thing was that one of the friends... Would want to marry an American. Yeah, because he's looking at Nicole. He's like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She's she's exotic looking. Yeah, for sure. She stands out and he's looking at her and he's like, yes, that's what I want too. Doesn't think of all the other things that he might be dealing with. Yeah. So I don't know if this went the way Nicole thought it was going to go. I mean, at one point, a guy takes out his phone and just makes a phone call. I think (laughs) I don't know who he was talking to. If he was calling for a getaway vehicle, get me an Uber. I don't know what was happening. But I didn't think they were going to be best friends. But I think this was more awkward than I thought it was going to be. It was really bad. It was. (laughs) One of the guys was like, well, this never happened before. I've never got invited to a restaurant with a. My friend and his wife. Yeah. I hope it was a learning experience for Nicole. I don't know if it was in the sense that, okay, maybe she should listen to Mahmoud. Maybe she should take his word on some of these it. cultural she things. It. She's like, I should probably listen to Mahmoud. But also, I think it was an eye-opening experience. Well, what I heard her say was, I got to find more ways to feel like myself. Mm. So I don't know how to interpret that if it means... I need to have me time, alone time, Nicole time, or if it means within the culture, I need to find ways to be myself. Because again, I've said from the minute we met her, this is a woman who expresses herself through fashion. Mm -hmm. She's a fashionista, a fashion designer, and she's limited. 
when she goes to Egypt. She can wear everything she wants to wear. So what else will she do to find more ways to feel like herself? That's yeah. that's going to be my question. Well, she's probably going to get on the next flight and come back to L.A. <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst move. All right. Let's move on to one of my other favorite couples. Debbie and Usama. And we finally get to meet 24-year-old skateboarding Osama. And turns out he's just a cat lady. He is. An, okay. <laughs> he's definitely a little odd in a good way, right? Uh, two peas in a pot with, with young Deborah over He describes here. himself as a loner. He feels comfortable with cats, not really with people. And that... I feel like I understand what, that he might like Deb. However, I don't think he, I don't think he, I think he loves her or likes her or whatever they feel as a, as a companion or someone who understands him. I don't think he looks at her like, yes, that's my hot future wife. See, I'm reading this completely different. When I heard him say, all of this, um, I have a farm, we have uh, three cows, 13 chickens, one donkey. I like the farm because it's just me and my dad in silence. I'm going, oh, this is such a scam. You don't go from not liking people and wanting peace and quiet to marrying Debbie. She's the opposite of peace and quiet. She's anarchy. She's out of control. <laughs> She's peacock purses and pills. Well, I think he probably... Maybe he thinks like, yes, like we can live quiet life for a few years, just paint and write poetry and get out there on the internet because of a 90 day fiance. But I think they connect on the artistic level. I think they can have a companionship, but they cannot be. She loves him. Like she likes, she's attracted to him. He's 24 and he's an artist. She is an older lady. I think she was Good, she's good looking for her age, right? But she is way older. Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. I don't think they, they're going to be banging. Let's just put it this way. Or they may try. But I just, I see them being together more as like friends. Like living together as I friends. I agree. I don't know who is whose muse. Maybe they're each other's muse. But Debbie is definitely Osama's backer. I think What does that, it mean? I think Osama looks at Debbie as a financial backer for his art and mm -hmm. a way for him to get his art out there because he said a couple things, right? He said, I don't have a job. I don't like working hard because working hard kills my creativity, mm -hmm. which means, okay, so Debbie is your piggy bank. I wish I your, could say that too. Debbie's your peacock bank. <laughs> and then he goes on to say how he's a poet, mm -hmm. but he writes in English because it reaches more people. And so now I go, oh, we have a motive. We have a motive for this relationship. He wants to grow his audience for his art. He just said in his own words, I write in English because it reaches more people. So he's worried. Most artists, I would say, are not worried first and foremost about reaching the largest audience. They're worried about their art. I just yeah. want to create what speaks to me. You do your art for yourself. And if it touches other people, amazing. Well, most, a lot of artists do try to touch other people. That's how you can make money. I guess, but a true artist, I don't think would say that. A true artist would say, first and foremost, I'm doing what I do because it's true to who I am. I'm expressing myself. And if it connects with other people, 
all the better. Yes, but they still want to be visible. Like you put out a an exhibition and and you see who comes and who it speaks to, who it doesn't, but you still want to put your art out there. I agree and I disagree. If he's a poet, which he says he is, you want to express yourself the best way you can, the most artistic way you can, the, the most creative way you can. So you're going to use the language that you're most comfortable with. If I am a writer, if I'm a poet, I'm going to write in English because I can express myself the best way. I'm not going to write in Czech because I'm not going to be able to get out. Don't you dare laugh. I would love to hear that. Because right, because I'm not going to be able to express myself. He's choosing to write his poetry in a language he can't express himself fully in because he's actually not worried about expressing himself the best. He's worried about making a splash and making money. Well, yeah. He'll. How long do you think of three cows and one donkey is going to last him? He needs... He needs some cash. Or he needs a job. Well, he does need a job, but he's trying to get out there. I don't blame him. He He's trying to... English is the universal language. Like, writing in English makes sense. I understand. He's definitely scamming Debbie. Thank There's you. no question about it. But I'm saying, like, he's trying to get his art out there. And I think he likes Deb. But probably as a friend, as, as I said, as a companion, someone he talks to, someone he talks art, someone maybe it, who it inspires him. Like I do buy that it's a relationship, but I don't buy it's a romantic relationship, at least from his side. Yeah. And let me clarify at least my definition of scam. I don't think he's a user and lose her type of scammer. I think he's more long game, Anna Nicole Smith, I'm going to get with this older person, stay with them until they pass, cash in on their money, and while I'm with them, I'll let them finance my lifestyle. I don't think he's just out there for a green card and going to just abandon Debbie. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's that calculated. He's like a simple dude. I don't think he really thought this through. But I think he definitely will gain a nicer lifestyle with Debbie. Sure. And for a few years. Throw a, pe- throw a peacock see. in the mix of that chicken and donkey. Yeah, but Debbie is leaving. She's not selling her house or anything. She's keep giving it, basically keeping it for her kids. So yes. at least that's good. Here's the other big red flag. Osama tells us, oh, it's not always roses. I'm I'm not always a free bird stuck in her cage. They get into some fights yeah. on social media. They'll block each other for a week. Classic. And then don't say classic like we do that. No, we don't. But I, oh. I mean like classic. Classic 90 Day Fiance. Classic Angela. Classic all these like older women dating or marrying these young guys. And right. then the, you see them liking other pigs and you're like, oh. Right. They can block you. They get into fights. They block each other. Then they always make up, he says. So they're on good terms now. But before he says yes to marriage, he wants to get to know Debbie more, a.k.a. get some more cash. I think he's I think this is a long game. I think he's going to suck her dry. He's going to stay with her. He'll be a companion, but he's going to get that cash. Well, I think I believe that she partially she knows that this is probably not a love story, but I think she's like, you know what? We get along to a certain level. 
he's younger, we can do art together, let me enjoy a few more years, like, she's in her late 60s, like, why not? Why not? This is how I look at it, but I, I'm glad she did a prenup and then leaving the house, like, probably yeah. put a house under her kid's name, so it's not like she's, she's gonna suck her dry, I don't think they would allow it. I think she has some money that she probably wants to enjoy with him. Why not? Sure. Because life in Morocco is probably way cheaper than life in the U.S. Sure. So I don't think she's going to be spending thousands of dollars. I think she can bring a comfortable life for the two of them in Morocco Mm -hmm. for a few years and see how that goes. So they head to the airport, Debbie and Julian. Poor Julian. Daughter Sandy tries with the last Hail Mary to try to get mom to stay. Deb is not hearing it. She is not sticking around. She's got her one-way ticket to Morocco, and no one is going to talk her out of it. Yes, and I feel bad for Julian. I, I actually like Julian, did. Oh, yeah. I think Julian is like a nice dude. He's a- Oh, don't say that. You're going to get a lot of shit. Really? Oh, yeah. He was given off, and, you know, everyone's innocent until proven guilty, but he was given off some January 6th vibes with that shirt. <laughs> The America shirt. Yeah, and oh. and and it's a fun shirt. It's it's wrong. I think it's wrong because the shirt, if you read it in its entirety, said America, and then it said back to back World War champs. Yeah, America didn't solely win the World Wars. I think there was. Oh, I missed that. An alliance. All right, so. Of sorts. <laughs> yeah, I but guess. Uh, hey, be proud of America. You should be proud of America. Yeah, you should be proud of. Whatever but get you the want. fact. But get the facts straight. Well, yes, but I, when I said he seems like a nice dude, he cares for his mom. That's where yes. I was going. Oh, he was actually sad. Yes, and here's okay. I've read an article recently, and I totally agree with it. That only Americans wear their flags on their shirts. No other country wears their flag or anything on their shirt. Unless oh, it's a disagree. fucking soccer jersey. I, I have a check shirt with yeah, a check flag. Yeah, that's for fun. My parents made it. What do you think? Just, you it's think for fun. The, Ameri- the Americans wear it for fun. What are you talking about? Americans don't wear their American shirts for fun. What do they you wear them. For, with pride. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> well, it's, if it's not for fun, what's it for? Not for fashion. Yes. No, it's not for fashion. It's for fun. It's like, hell, America, hell yeah. Okay, I'm going to, if I drive down the street, which I will do later well, we to get Flo- your Chipotle. We live in Florida. I <laughs> bet that I'm going to see at least one person wearing the shirt with the American flag for fun. They're yes. just going to roll to work. You guys have these little pins. No, on. You're, so you're saying it's for fun. No, I'm saying like it's 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 a serious shirt. It's like oh, sometimes me, it's serious. Let me go to uh, let me go to Ralph Lauren and let me go to this gift store gift shop to get some American shirts. People wear American shirts with the flag, and it's not weird. It's not just well, on Fourth of okay. If you only wore it on Fourth of July, I yeah, wouldn't judge. I'm going to sort of shine a little light on this, and you I was guys love the eagle. You we love our love country. Hell yeah, we love our country. You greatest greatest country the in the flag? world. Greatest country in the world. <laughs> but just to shine a little light on this, this really started to to take foot after 9-11. People really started to rock the American flag pin. People really started to have pride in the flag. And, of course, it, it happened beforehand, but it really started to, at least around my parts, 
started to happen after 9-11. That's, that was in New England, maybe in the South. It's always been the same way, although they fly a different flag in, in some of those parts. But <laughs> I get that, but you maybe you wear it on those days, right? To Don't tell me when I can wear my flag. I just think it's Don't weird. You, why is it weird? Because why would you dress up as your freaking flag? Fly it if you want to. Don't wear it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't wear it all the time. I don't wear it, but I don't think. I think there's there's ways to wear it that are offensive and icky, and there's ways to wear it that are like, yeah, I'm proud of the country that I live in. The check shirt that you have, yes. one my dad made, and the other one I made. Yeah, and I like wearing it because I am proud to be now part Czech. I promise you that there is no Czech person in the Czech Republic wearing a Czech shirt. Maybe there are Czech people outside, foreigners living yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. I have that too, sure. But I feel like, oh, if I put it on, I'm showing where I'm from. Yeah, if well, I, I mean, live why, in this country, would, like, okay. Why would you want to wear a second place shirt, you know? If, if you're first place, you want to show it off. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. I just think it's a little, a little, it's a little aggressive, the amount of American flex on clothing in the U.S. And especially if you go to Daytona 500. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you see a lot of other flags at, at the 500. Theresa. <laughs> Anyways, that is flag the segment. <laughs> Also, why do you say America? Why don't you say America? Oh, that's a long, (laughs) that's a long, that's a long explanation, Theresa. I don't know. It's like if you say, if you, instead of saying eagle, if you just say goal. No, it's not. I think (laughs) I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. But you have pride in your country. We have pride in our country. I have pride in in America too. I live here. Thank you. But I don't want to. Of course I do. I love this country. I mean, there are some issues. So There's a issues lo- everywhere. A, lo- a lot of issues. There's a- issues everywhere. But I'm not rocking the shirts. Yeah, all right. I don't know. I just feel like I would, if it comes down to it, let's fly a flag on President's Day or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or on 4th of July. I'm okay sure. flying a flag on sure. 4th of July, but... Uh, I I'm- think people... Here's Here's... I haven't taken a survey... And I, I'm probably very wrong, actually. <laughs> but I imagine people, like, I bought a American flag tank top for the 4th of July. Well, that makes sense. That I'm makes all sense. for it. I'm but all then, for it. But then what are you supposed to do? Throw it out or wait a year to wear it? I think you end up buying it for something. You're buying it for a cookout. You're buying it for a 4th of July party. Now it's in your closet. And now it's a random Sunday. You're going to Home Depot. You pop that thing on. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I think that makes fun. If, if, it's, if it's Tuesday in August and you're buying an American flag shirt, yeah, maybe check your priorities. But I think if you buy it for the fourth and then you end up <laughs> then you end up wearing it throughout the year, nothing wrong with that. No harm, no foul. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Can we take a break? <laughs> I love how John goes to the Home Depot on Sunday. <laughs> America. Can we take a break? Yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Theresa. <laughs> I don't know why you're still laughing about because this. Because it's funny. Which part? You going to your Home Depot. We only go there when we move and we need those large boxes and the bubbly, the bubbly wrap. The bubble wrap? Yeah. You got that right. All right. Let's talk about, I mean, I was going to say, let's talk about another favorite couple, but these are just all, this show is amazing. This you know who I'm actually, amazing. you know, I'm actually kind of over already. Johan and Danielle. No, I'm still into this. Yeah, me too. Uh, Jen and Rishi. I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm so over Jen I'm and Rishi. Over, and I feel bad because I feel like Jen, Jenny, and Submit 
have played out their storyline for us. It's sort of like Jen yes. and Rishi. Jen and Rishi are the new boyfriend. And the new boyfriend is getting blamed for all the things oh. the ex-boyfriend got blamed for. And it's like, I'm a new man. This is a new couple, but we're already tired of them because it's the same storyline as Jenny and Summit. Also, they are Jenny and Summit 10 years ago. So it's like, okay, we all know your future. Yeah, exactly. Unless, <laughs> unless Rishi's mommy's cool and she'll just be like, yes, Meredith is an older American. Don't have any kids. I'm okay with it. Sugar, screw the culture, YOLO. That's not going to happen. Let's see. We can hope. Until then. Let's talk about, I think this might be my favorite couple. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chris. Woo, Chris and Jamie. Oh, my gosh. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't even know, but it's it's the second day. It's only the second day. And I didn't know we were going to need a translator for this couple. So, me neither. And, ja okay, Jamie's English is imperfect. It's but pretty it's not good. Bad. It's pretty good. Like, I can understand her. It's better than Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris... Yes, she does have a southern accent, but it's not that bad. It's not like, what What are you saying? Like, it's not the super, super southern accent with using a lot of slang no, that you really don't understand. Like, you can understand her. It's perfectly understandable yeah. for both of them. But the fact that she need, I think, I think Jamie needed Chris to use a translator because she didn't believe her ears. Because Chris is like... Today, I, I want to go out and get some fresh air. And also, let's go to a store where they have weapons. <laughs> and I'm sure Jamie was like, wait, what? Say that. Chris is like, oh, let me get the translator. I want to go to a store that has weapons. <laughs> and Jamie's like, oh, shit. No, I heard you the first time. And it's like, she's from a small town, Alabama. And she's like, uh, I used to. I always have weapons in my home. I have like a 59 knives. I'm used to just protecting my home. Don't you live in like a town with 50 people that you all know each other? A knife for every person. But also, who has this photo? Who who thinks this is a good idea to send to TLC to put this photo on television? The the knives? Spread out on the bed. Well, she, that's the thing. It's America. You're yes. allowed to have all that. I don't think you want to wave it around that you, half those knives are illegal and the other she half belong to She was waving a, a knife around. Why wouldn't she wave a photo of all <laughs> of all her knives? It was terrifying, but she couldn't bring any of them with her. Uh, more likely, more likely they were confiscated along with her toothpaste. I'm sure she tried to bring them, mm -hmm. but. Here, here's the thing, right? Yeah. It's okay if you have a knife. Like people have knives, like you have your tiny knife. You no, that's an average knife. You go, we, you go <laughs> hunting, inches. you do whatever. Yes, people have knives. Like, I'm actually okay with knives, but not with someone who is a total psychopath, who has a lot of issues, who has these episodes, who, what do you call it? Night you terrors. Night terrors. Narcolepsy. Nar no, like, is it narco yeah, yeah, narcolepsy? Yeah, Like, I would be, like, she should not have any weapons. No. Someone who cannot account for themselves at all times, like if she does shit in her sleep, absolutely fucking well, that's, not. That's She's why the last person. She, I would not even trust her with a butter knife. That's why Jamie was like, okay, but no knives in the bedroom. No, no knives, period, Jamie. Dude, run. Yeah, she was not a fan. She tried to talk Chris out of it, but Chris was like, it's just a part of who I am. I don't know why. I think it was nervous laughter, but... 
Jamie was literally on the verge of bursting oh out. Oh my gosh. I think she was like, I think it was nervous laughter. What did I do? I th- what <laughs> did I do? I think she should pack her two beep boop pillows and just leave. <laughs> so cut to the knife store. No pun intended. Chris knows exactly what she wants. She walks right up. She's like, Can I see this machete right here? <laughs> Let me see how this feels in my hands. She's like, Jamie, watch. I got this for my eighth birthday. Jamie goes, <laughs> I thought we were talking about a pocket knife that could kill a cow. And Chris goes, oh, don't worry. I know how to use them safely. And then just starts swinging the knife around (laughs) in the store. Uh. And this was the peak of comedy. (laughs) Chris holding a 10-inch knife in one hand and a translator in the other. And Jamie's finally like, all right, lady, like, if this is what you want, we can get it. But please put that thing away. Oh, my gosh. And then if you saw the meme, who does a happy dance after purchasing a weapon? That should be an immediate revocal of the weapon. If you dance, if you do a giddy dance after you buy a weapon. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm going to have to take that back. She was just so happy. She got a knife. So and why? I mean, I get it. You're in a foreign country. You're nervous, maybe. But do you need a 10-inch, 12-inch? I need the dimensions on this knife because it was it was seemed bigger than most of the knives she had in her collection. I mean, why not? Go big or go home, which she's probably going <laughs> to. Go home <laughs> with a big knife. Well, I don't think she can bring his. Well, maybe in her, in her luggage she can. I, I guess if you put it on. You have to. I think you make a disclaimer. If you check, if you check it. Yeah, I think, yeah, but I think you have to let someone know. Oh, that yeah. Oh, I have a big ass knife in my in my luggage. I'm BTW. pretty sure. I, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure. Eh, I don't know at all. But I think there's a certain blade length you can have before you need to. I don't think have a license, but definitely need to make people aware that you have that big of a knife on you. I don't know. I know you you can have a bear spray in your checked luggage. That's all oh, I yeah? know. Huh. Oh, wait. No, you cannot. You cannot have a bear spray in your checked, checked luggage. No, you cannot. Oh, yeah, because we were going to bring it. And then yeah. we we're like, oh, no, it's too no, expensive. No, we just rented it. They're going to throw it out. Yeah, rent your bear spray, folks. Yeah. Rent your bear spray. Hopefully you will never need it. Yeah. And if you do, then you just pay the price that you would have paid if you bought it. Well, I can't wait to see where this storyline goes because you just threw a big old knife into the mix. I what? need I need more of this. What could go wrong? Like Jamie looks so petrified. They did do a tricky, a little sneaky edit, though. Remember in the scenes from the next, from yeah. last week, they cut to the knife store and then they have Jamie saying, Oh, she's a psychopath. Yeah. It was her saying, oh, I don't want the sales associate yeah, to think yeah, she's yeah. a psychopath. Yeah, and well, I was like, she is. Oh, she's absolutely out of her mind. Certi- yeah. Certified, I think. Well, we'll see what's going to happen because in the previews, they she was saying, I, I may have ba- go back to Alabama to check on my knives. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but she might have to go back to Alabama for whatever reason. So let's see. Yeah, let's I see. think she just got all her drugs and she's like, all right, I'm good for a year. <laughs> see you in six months. <laughs> uh, when I need a refill. Unbelievable. Oh, I, need, I, need, okay. I need more of them. Should they both better make it the entire season? This is so good. Okay, let's talk let's about the least interesting, but yet still interesting couple. 
It's a Jen and Rishi. Yeah. They're they're going to meet the family. I was going to say, damn, Jen's 46 looking good. She I thought look- she was like 40. She's I mean, 46. <laughs> she looks I thought good. she was like 44. She's 46. <laughs> no, I already thought she was 40. Yeah, she is. She's yeah. 46. Well, she looks good. It's not that and crazy. She needs a little help with the makeup, but. Yeah. You know who looked good? Just to boot back to our favorite couple. In the interview, in the talking head, Chris. Chris, Chris looked decent when she had a, a decent night's rest and some professional makeup done. Oh, I think that makeup took a while and someone washed her hair too. She looked all right. She looked all right. That's 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 a nice way. To, that's a nice way to put it. Okay, Jen and Rishi, it's time to meet the family. Rishi has an outfit. He chose an outfit for Honestly, her. Honestly, this is so dumb because all I was saying in the last episode was that why are they showing her these gowns? Why doesn't she just get like a more chilled Indian outfit that's gonna show she appreciates the culture? Mm-hmm. Just tone it down a bit. Like, those were gowns. Like, I would not wear it to meet someone as a friend. I'll be that honest. Yeah, I, I don't, I still no, don't those see. Were ga- those no, were, know. like, really fancy dresses. And even the store clerk was saying, like, yeah, like, this might be too much. I hear you, but I'm going to take the lead of someone whose culture it is. If Rishi's saying, hey, this is what you should wear, who am I to say, no, that's too much? Yeah, I think, but here's the thing. And I'll tell you from my own experience when you're meeting your future spouse's parents for the first time, right? You want to feel comfortable. Like I hear if you, you don't, it's going to be even more awkward. Like I felt when I met your parents, yes, the conversation was good. It was nice, but I was still nervous as hell. But at least I was wearing something I felt comfortable in. But dress for the job you want and you want that job as wife. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying it. is like, she wasn't saying, oh, I don't want to wear Indian outfit. Like, no, I'm going to wear my jeans and shirt with the American flag. No, she said, I'm down. But do we, can we find something that it's more me? Here we go. Rishi freaking found it. And it's really nice. It fits her well. It's dark colors. She looks good. It doesn't say America on it. It doesn't say America. <laughs> like, she looks great. She looks like, all right, she appreciates the culture. Here I am looking nice, looking presentable. That's all she wanted. Except her reasoning is, oh, I don't want to seem suspicious. And then she gets there and just like, so does Rishi have uh, a wife? Are you going to find a wife for her? What's and, go- For him? What's going on? And the family's like, what? Why is she asking all these questions? Like, what is she doing here? Yeah, you kind of blew your cover with that. Oh, yeah. She was very like, so have you found anyone for Rishi yet? I'm just like looking forward to go to another wedding. Wink, wink. Also, Sanjit is there, uh, Rishi's childhood friend. Uh, he thinks he thinks the whole thing is suspicious, too. But, all right, let's let's roll. Let's bring a friend there if it makes it, it more it normal. Suspicious. It's not like, oh, hey, you're back visiting. You must love India. It's like, oh, no, I moved here because I love, I love this city so much. Like, come on. Like, okay, I hope that mom is actually getting this. Well, here's my biggest question of the entire season so far. They get to Rishi's family's house, and Rishi's like, eh, eh, recognize her, remember her? She met the fam at the sister's wedding, Yeah. right? What was Jen introduced to then? What was the circumstance of her being at the wedding? A friend. Who, who brings a random friend to a wedding? 
to get an invite to a wedding, you've got to be a pretty serious close friend. Well, I feel like Indian weddings are so big that it's like more, the more the merrier. Okay. And it's like, honestly, if you're expected to bring a plus one and you don't have anyone, you might ask a friend. I guess. It's just, it will, it seems super suspicious to me that the family's clueless as to who Jen is to Rishi. Rishi's sister knows something's fishy. Rishi's sister's like, nobody comes to meet the family, especially a foreigner. And I mean, listen, people thought people. Sadna and Amit thought that Jenny was a friend of the family. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, she was banging Summit, so... But that is almost a little more believable because there is such the age difference. Here, it's like, I guess, 10 plus years, but still... You look at the two of them, you go, I, I could I could see something sexual happening oh, here. Oh, sister's seeing it. Sister's sister seeing it. And mom, I don't know if she's totally picking up on it, but she's like, what are you, what are you doing here? Oh, how'd you end up in my house? And Jen's like, well, I recently moved here. I love Jaipur and just so beautiful. And so it's like, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, people don't just pick up and move here, I guess, but... Some do. Yeah. And so the family's like starting to get a little more suspicious. And Jen's like, well, how's the matchmaking going with Rishi and, and his brother? I heard that it's happening. And mom's like, we're going to get him married as soon as possible. Yeah, but so far, no good matches. Everyone's like short or uneducated. I, well, and I thought I was superficial. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's too short um, for Rishi. Or uneducated. Or uneducated. And, and God forbid if they are both. I mean, Short listen, and stupid. Listen, Jen was like, all right, I'm tall and I have a college degree. Check. And <laughs> she asks a very important question, which I was surprised at the answer. Is it okay if he marries someone who's not Muslim? What if they're Jewish? What if they're Christian? They're not Muslim. She asked, what if they're Muslim? Oh, okay, yeah, but I mean. Oh, sorry. What if, sorry. What if they're Muslim? What if they're Jewish? Yeah. What if they're Christian? Thank you. No problem. No problem. Really? I must have been asleep because I've heard, oh, absolutely not. Oh, mom, I said, mom said no problem? No, she said as long as they're good natured. Oh, okay. I that's know. Good. I don't know what I was doing. I think you were probably in shock because I was, oh. unless you see the cameras there and you don't want to okay. <laughs> you don't okay. want to say otherwise. Here's my question. What do these people tell the parents? Like, yeah. why are they being filmed? I, it, it, come on. That's why I'm like, I don't buy this there's so many things that you're like there's how do you explain this away? I mean, listen, how do you explain this away my parents until i told them about us covering 90 day fiance they've never heard of the show okay never it's oh it's it's on one channel in the czech republic you have to like know to look for it right yeah. but it's not popular my parents had no idea so let's say if i pull this off and be like say we you and i are on 90 day fiance i will bring you home not telling my parents who you are. I would just be like, hey, like, I'm doing this exchange program. This is John. Mm. He's an American. My parents would be like, all right, all right. That's like, what's, a good what's point. going on? And maybe they would be like, oh, are you guys like dating or anything if he's like an exchange? But they would not know necessarily. I could literally pull this off all my parents. That's a good point. Yeah. They, yeah, I don't think the family knows about 90 day fiance. But what what do they say? Why are there cameras there? There has to have been some yeah. story that they were sold. He can be like, oh, I'm hosting this Amer- you know, American woman, showing her around. Like He can make shit up. Yeah. Eh, interesting. Um, and then Jen wants to know, okay, well, when did this matchmaking start? 
And mom drops a little bit of a bomb when she says, oh, it's been a couple of years. <laughs> and Jan's like, well, that's strange because Rishi had a fiance a couple of years ago. So she is not too happy. And she wants to just rip the Band-Aid off and tell the family the truth. But her reason isn't like, oh, that's not cool. Rishi doesn't want it to come out that way. Her reasoning is, well, then I'm doing his job for him. He needs, he needs to be the one. He needs That's to be. true. I want a man who's willing to move mountains for me. So he needs to be the one to tell well, his parents. Well, he's lying. Okay. First of all, he's lying to his parents. So he should come clean and then deal with the consequences if there are any. If the parents are okay with it, if mom is like, sure, I'll take anyone as long as she's educated and tall. Yeah. Then they should be good. Yeah. Whip out the tape measure. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Let's see. I don't right. think they can do the dance as long as Jenny and Summit did. I think it's got to come out a little bit quicker. And Jenny and Summit shouldn't have danced that long because Jenny got old. And, and Jenny's got bunions now. It's a whole issue. <laughs> All right. We love Summit and Jenny. We should All right. do. All right. Danielle and Johan. All right. This is an interesting predicament we're in here. Danielle is such a moron. I don't <laughs> But I still love watching it. Yeah, I don't uh, She's. She is so... It, I don't know if she's naive or if she's just like so bad with money and any, she's trying to be good with money, but then I'm watching her making her decisions and trying to live a fancy life. And I'm like, you're not good with money. Oh, she's terrible. She's terrible with money. She's terrible with money. Um, so we see Sophie again. We met Sophie a couple episodes ago. We Dan did? Danielle teaches her yoga. So they were at a yoga studio hey, a yeah. couple episodes a day or a couple episodes ago. And so we meet Sophie again. She's in the DR. She speaks fluent Spanish. Yes. So she can just grill Johan. And of course, the topic of conversation is the kids. And Johan wants kids. And Sophie's like, well, you know how old Danielle, take a look at her. You know how old she is, right? <laughs> This is a couple of days without her 10-step skin routine. So just imagine how old she really is after a month or two without it. But how old is she? She's 42? 42. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's older when you're trying to have kids. Yeah. And so you got a young buck like Johan coming in at 32. And it's it's a conversation that needs to be had. And so if he's like, are you aware that it's going to be hard for her to have kids? You really want to have kids, don't you? He does, but he can see his life without kids for Danielle. But he believes that the God will give them a kid, a kid naturally. And that's the thing, is he says he's okay without kids. But he's not even allowing himself to picture a life without kids because in his mind, God's going to give him yeah. kids. And Danielle knows it's unlikely. Daniel knows, like, I could get pregnant. There's a 5% chance. We were told there's a 5% chance. But I also know it's more likely that I could lose the pregnancy. So she wants to do everything in her power scientifically to mm -hmm. get pregnant. Johan, yes, he wants to go more natural. But that's not the big issue. Well, the issue is that, all right, Johan said, oh, I slept with so many women. And I got some of them pregnant, especially this one. And... Danielle knew about it, but apparently Johan told her that she lost the baby. Now Johan's telling the friend that she had an abortion. Here's what I'm thinking. I think he probably said an abortion before, but Danielle didn't understand. 
I think you're right because they end up having this conversation a little bit later. And Danielle's like, I need to speak English. I need to, I can't have this conversation and, and not be clear with what I'm saying. So I'm going to speak English. And so if you're saying that now, mm-hmm. what you're admitting to is that there's a lot of misunderstandings, especially when you talk about this subject, if yeah. you don't have the vocabulary to have this conversation. So I don't want to totally defend Johan, but again, it's his private life and his personal business and this woman's personal business. And, and that's for them to decide who they want to share that yeah. with. But if Danielle's at a point now where she's going, I need to speak English to have this conversation. Well, then it's likely that there was misunderstandings when you had it the last yeah. time. And here's the thing. She's not mad that, oh, he aborted a kid or oh, no. he had a kid with a different woman. No, that's all good. She's mad because he lied. But did he or was it just, as you said, a misunderstanding? Because she does speak Spanish pretty well, but not well enough. Yeah. And I don't want to put words in her mouth, but to me... It seems like maybe she's mad slash jealous isn't the right word. Envious, sort of the same word, but of this woman who Johan was able to get pregnant. Yeah. And she's going, well, maybe he can't get me pregnant, but he got her pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so there is a little bit of that, plus maybe a little bit of a lie slash misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. It's not good. She's upset. But what upsets me is... Spending $235 on nonsense witchcraft materials. What was she buying? Oils? What are you going to do with that? Are you going to shove it up your butt? You're traveling <laughs> back to the U.S. What are you going to like have your luggage filled with oils? What are you going to do with idea? all that stuff? All that stuff upside your butt. Um, <laughs> they go to this botanica, a.k.a. a Spanish magic store, mm-hmm. because Danielle's like, well, I want to help make Johan's store more prosperous. And I literally, yeah. here's, they go into this store and it looks like a, sort of a bodega type store. Yeah, it looks like an herb store. And I literally thought she was doing one of two things because she goes, I want to make Johan's store more prosperous. Mm-hmm. I thought she was either buying supplies wholesale to resell. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just sell room temp meat, Johan. Yeah. We got to sell some seasonings and oils and stuff yeah. along with it. Or I thought she was getting ingredients to... To whip up some some ready-to-sell, ready-to-cook options. Like, okay, you can sell the room temp meat, but let's also marinate some steaks and get some things ready to throw on the... No. She was buying ingredients for her witchcraft. And honestly, if she spent 25 bucks on it, I would be like, all right, like this is your so-called passion and witchcraft, whatever Johan calls it. 235 American dollars. American dollars. That's a lot of money that I don't think you really have to <laughs> spread around. No, that's the price of hotel peanuts, Danielle. <laughs> I was, was like, I would not spend that money on something that stupid. No, three episodes ago, you're trying to do the books and, and show Johan how to be a smart business person. I know you got to spend money to make money, but this is nonsense that you're spending your money on. Yeah, but she's going to pray or, or like whatever she does with these oils so Johan's meat doesn't spoil, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what it's for. I don't know. I literally think it's like the equivalent of sage. Like, oh, we're just going to sage yeah. the store and hopefully you're going to get more customers. It's nonsense. And then on the ride home, they get into a bit of an argument over 
the abortion. And she's mad because she feels like Johan lied. But we can't just ignore the fact that Danielle's been lying this whole time, trying to pretend that Johan has a chance to come to the States when her whole, yeah. her whole shtick is she's going the other way. She's moving to the DR. Yeah. So you're a liar, too, if, if Johan is, in fact, a liar. You are, too. I mean, who's scamming who here? Am I right? They're kind of both scamming each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, <sighs> Johan is like, well, I've slept with a lot of women and I got one of them pregnant. It's like I can totally see him banging different, like five chicks a week. Oh, yeah. Easily. He works at a hotel. He's a fitness trainer. And he doesn't even speak English, which means he only speaks the language of love. Oh, hello. So, oh yeah, he definitely banged a lot of a lot of ladies. So why is Daniel so special? Because I don't know. She promised him to bring him to the U.S. Exactly. Wink, wink. Exactly. <laughs> so they're in this huge argument, and the relationship is spiraling. There's no trust, and she literally goes and says, "I want you to be a different person." That's insane. Mm-hmm. Why don't be with someone? We always say, like, oh, people can't change that much. You want them to be a different person? It's not even like, oh, I want you to change your profession because you're around too many women. No, you want them to be a different person. What kind of a person? Like, was is that a person that he used to be and he changed? Or you just want him to be someone else? Like, what is it? She calls him a toxic human. She yeah. Goes, you're a toxic human, and then she leaves. She needs to sage him more. There is no coming back from this. If you can dust this off and go back to being a happy couple, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to each other. Oh, they will dust it off because America and DR. If you called me a toxic human, there would be no coming back from that. I would never like toxic human. I guess I, I mean, I, I hear that it's bad, but like, I don't think that I almost feel like I would never call you that, obviously, but I can see people using it instead of saying like, oh, you slut. Then like, <laughs> oh, you toxic human. Like I no, see this as, as cursing someone out. No, it's really. I mean, it's pretty bad. It sounds if, bad, if but said, it's like, it sounds like you're, you're, you're in a bad argument and you both are nasty and you just curse each other out and you just run out of bad words. A toxic human. I mean, you are... You belong in the sewer, Ninja Turtle. Like she says, that doesn't sound that bad. No, if you join these two thoughts together, I want you to be a different person. You're a toxic human. Well, yes, you should not be married to that person. I 100% agree, but I just didn't. I guess I didn't understand how bad this toxic human comment is. It's very bad. It's very bad. And not like Ninja Turtle kind of good. Mm, uh, it's pretty bad. Okay. It's pretty bad. It's more like Shredder than any of the turtles, I would say. Uh, okay. Turtles in a half shell. Turtle power. Okay. You go, Ninja. Me. Go, Ninja. Go. You totally lost me. All I've right. only watched them in check. <laughs> I should check oh, that out. Oh, we saw a turtle this weekend. Oh, we sure did. <laughs> it wasn't a ninja. No, it wasn't. Uh, we walked around the koi pond and I yeah. said we cannot leave until we see a turtle. And we luckily saw one. <laughs> All right, let's do let's do one more couple here. It's a quick one. It's Gabe and Isabel. Isabel is in the boxer business now. Well, here's the thing. I don't understand. 
So she worked for a law firm, meaning whatever she did, she probably was making some money. Yeah. And she quit to help Gabe sell undies. And I'm not saying that's a bad business, but it seems to me like it's not global that he needs help. I feel like it's good that he can do it himself. Maybe she can help him on the side. But to quit her job that brings money in because she has two kids, I think that's a little premature. Well, we haven't seen his books. I think it's more successful than Johan's butcher shop. Well, true. I don't... Yes. I think it's I think it's probably a pretty solid business. When we saw it, we both said, that's pretty smart. Oh, we, we absolutely. Said, we said, we don't know how big the market is, but it's pretty smart. It's pretty good. And if I could invest, if I can get in at the ground level, I would, I would throw a couple. I would sprinkle some cash. Here's my thing, right? Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think he's selling some, some but... He's still doing it himself in his mom's basement or now in Isabel's and his apartment, which means it's not that huge. If one person can do it, meaning, all right, maybe I now have like a lot of lot of inventory I need to create and ship. I might need some help with the books or some help with the labels, right? That, I still don't think that's a full-time job for another person. Well, regardless of how big... The business is he needs her help because he has no idea how to run it out of Colombia. So well, he has no idea how to run it, period, because he's been very disorganized. So should she have quit her job, her salary job? I don't know. Not but, yet, I would but say. She does need to help him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see is them trying to get materials. They go to a shop. Isabel has to take the reins. It's making Gabe look like the assistant. But He's not fluent in the language. He doesn't know how the way business works in Colombia. So he can't do anything but have her take the reins. So whether she needs to quit the job or not, she definitely needs to be a part of this business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They end up spending $45 on fabric. Better than two thirty-five on oils. Right. At least you can make mm-hmm. money back. There is an ROI yeah. on, on this. And say what you will about her choices on quitting her job for this one. But there was something I really liked about seeing her step in and help out. It it all of a sudden became this little family business. And I yeah. like seeing this little family business. Oh, I love it. I don't I'm not saying oh she shouldn't. I'm saying it's like maybe you should have waited a little a little keep your normal job. See how things go. I'm gonna give Isabel the benefit of the doubt here. She's raised a couple great kids. She seems to have a good head on her shoulders. I think she was probably aware of what she was doing, and they're probably in a decent financial situation for her to be able to do that. If nothing else, how much was she making at the law firm? Maybe it's the equivalent to what she's now getting paid for 90 Day Fiance. So it's maybe a fair trade-off. I think if it was Chris who quit her job and was like, we're going full sale on these boob pillows, I'd be like, eh, you, you might have made a mistake. Well, Chris did quit her job. I know. <laughs> it's probably a mistake. Yeah. But the amount of money she was spending on drugs in the States, she's probably doing just okay. Yeah. So they end up here going to another store. Gabe realizes I don't have my logo stamp, so I can't sell the product. So this is a problem. So... Just, it's interesting to see a little business at work. Yes, but that's it. I mean, that's the biggest drama so far they've had is this logo stamp. There will be bigger drama. There will be bigger, hopefully not too big, but that's, they're teeing it up for the family drama. Let's see. What an episode. 
Always fun to talk about. That's for sure. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We're on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. As we said, a lot of big stuff going over to the Patreon in March and April. We got Love in Paradise. We got Seeking Brother Husband. We're going to finish up Darcy and Stacy. We got the Family Affair monthly bonuses. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Also, make sure you just follow the podcast right here. So easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot. Here's the beautiful review we got from Swainy Girl. Swainy Girl, Swainy Girl. Swainy Girl. Whoever you are, however you pronounce it, thank you so much. One of the best reviews we've ever beautiful gotten. Beautiful reviews. One all of the, best. the reviews are great, but some, l- are, some are better than others. Well, no, they're all They're all, <laughs> they're all great. great, guys. I'm kidding. But this one was beautiful. This thank one you. was out of control. So thank you, Swainy Girl. Thank you, everyone who's left a review. And thank you for listening. Yes. All right. I think I've said it all. Said it all. You said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.